0: Hey I'm Kevin and guess what? It's that time it is the swiping show here on the Success Network. Of course, I want you to obviously like what you see, share it. you know if you want to share what you're seeing right now with anybody else, you know obviously do that. Let's get the ball rolling and get some cool things happening because this week on the show we've got a guest. oh ho, ho ho we're trying something new. And of course, we do have the crazy things that I've seen in the credit card processing industry. You know, there's always some interesting things that happen, but we're going to talk about those today and hopefully help you help become a better person with your credit card processing or anything else in life or, you know, anyways, we're the Swipe It show on the Success Network. And guess what? I have a really cool, probably my first guest on the Success Network show that we've been doing this since he's not a newcomer though to the radio the tv fame and all that stuff. he's a famous dude to, totally famous and i've known him forever for like literally as long as i've been alive i've known him but uh it is my cousin my right hand guy michael goldsmith right here on the success network welcome <laughs> michael cue the hand and the crowd go wild well, welcome to the show, Michael. Well, thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Good to see you. And of course, we're here live on the Success Network. I hope everybody is seeing the new stuff that we're doing, and we're going to be talking about some cool things. Maybe in the future, you could host a show.
1: Maybe yes. in the future. Yes. <laughs> no. Maybe. No, of course.
0: He's like, no. Yeah. But uh, you know, here we are on the Success Network. It's this wipe it show. And we're going to talk today about the crazy things we've seen in the credit card processing business. You know, Michael and I have talked to, you know, these hundreds and hundreds of clients all over the country. And uh, Michael's been in the industry with me for, uh, I think it's about six years now. Is that right, Michael? Yes, sir. Six years? I don't know. Uh, You're fired. No, I don't know.
1: Today's the day?
0: Today's the day. Okay. I need the key, and then you're out of here. But, hey, listen. No, what we've got is... You know, we're we're out there. We're doing stuff with clients. Like, for example, I, I'll be out at a client and they got this rat's nest of cables and wires. And you're like, man, I, I don't want to mess anything up here. And then when you leave, they go, hey, my Internet doesn't work now. Well, we, we didn't touch that. You know, we have nothing to do with that. That's always one of those things that potentially happen. But that really doesn't uh, have anything to do with us. There's no way we can mess up your your Internet. Anyway, but I'll tell you, there. there's always the one thing I get where, you know, today's day and age when you're at some Walmart, Target, Best Buy, wherever you may be, and they get this big stream of paper that comes out. You know, that big stream of paper is thermal paper. And so, like, I've got a little prop here I'm going to show you here in a second. And this little prop is a uh, wonderful credit card machine right here with the little swipe it you know, a little keyboard thing. And we got a little thing that says swipe it here. I don't know if you can see it. Anyways, this piece of paper, never do this. Never, never pull that. What happens is a lot of times when people do that, they can mess up mechanism inside here and it will create a broken printer mechanism. Not good to do. Don't do that. Right, Mike? Don't do that. But let's say you, you call us up and you go, hey, guess what? Uh, I think I need new printer ribbon. Well, this is thermal paper. And what happens is is people will go, hey, uh, it's not printing. And I go, well, do me a favor. Take out the paper, turn it over, right? Because they put it in this way. And what they need to do is put it in this way because the thermal printer will print on the thermal paper and then it works. So, you know, you get a little chuckle when these kind of things happen. But more importantly, they just... They're like, oh, no printer needed. No printer ink. No printer ribbon. Yeah. So anyways, it's it kind of happens, right? But sometimes it's going to happen. Mike, what's a crazy thing that you have seen that uh, maybe you want to tell our viewers about here, the crazy things in the credit card processing business? Well,
1: business. you mentioned how, you know, the Internet. We messed up the Internet, but it wasn't us. So you get the phone yeah. call <laughs> Of And and you may know who, it doesn't matter what client it is, but you get the phone call, stuff's not working, stuff's not working, my internet's not working. Internet provider came out. They said the internet was working. Every time I use the credit card, credit card machine keeps saying connection error. We go through the process of, you know, resetting, unplugging, plug back in. Same thing, goes on. I'm like, all right, I'm coming out there. And I get there and I go, see this? Needs to plug into the, power the power, yeah <laughs> they actually outlet and if yeah. you plug the machine like like or you plug the actual um ethernet cable into the into the router then maybe things would start working so it was just completely unplugged like, i have a picture somewhere i was trying to find it this morning couldn't find it but uh that's one of those that just you know internet thing. came in pulled everything out said it's not us, it's them, and then here we go. And they go, Oh my God, you're you're a genius. I'm like, I mean, I I am. I took yeah. this. So yeah. it happens. though. it's kind of funny though, like you said, you get a little chuckle, everyone's processing, and that's at the end of the day that everyone needed to do was just process credit cards.
0: Yeah. And and you know what's oh, interesting is, is and 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 as you know Michael, a lot of people, they know how easy it is to access us. So they'll call, they'll text, they'll email us. And they'll say, "Hey, there's something wrong with my machine. It's just not processing credit cards." And then you get a hold of them like right away, and we find out it has nothing to do with us. And then they call the internet people and they go, "Oh, are we have an outage or whatever it may be?" Right. But at the end of the day, we we help them, even though it's not something that we've created as the problem. Right. That yeah, We
1: troubleshoot exactly. We troubleshoot to figure out what else is going on within yeah. the business to make sure that they're just operating it. At- the best performance, peak performance. Yes.
0: So it's good. I, I, and as you know, Michael, I, I mean, I even – before I got into this crazy business with the internet, because not every credit card machine worked with the internet. I mean, that's only become really in the past, uh, I think maybe 2009 or ten did we actually get real internet-based credit card machines. They were all working on the POTS line, the old analog – you know, device that you plug into the phone. So no, as long as you had like a dial 2010. tone, 2010, 2010? Yeah. I don't you even know. A, what it was. I'm glad, you know, though. but well, when though. it, but when it first came out, the internet stuff, it created a lot of problems and every, you know, we'd connect the credit card machine, with the internet. And I know it was working cause I would leave and it was working. And then they call us, Hey, you messed up my internet. And huh. we were like, wait a minute. What? I, I mean, I didn't touch anything. I just plugged in the cable. You know, how does, how does plugging in the cable mess up your internet? I don't know, but they would, we would come right back or we would, you know, call them up and try troubleshoot or whatever. I'd get customer service on the phone and they'd say, you don't have any internet. And I don't even know how any of that stuff happens, but it really has nothing to do with us. I've become proficient in turning routers off, cable boxes off, unplugging, replugging in. And, you know, it's Switch. like- Yes. Yeah, switches. I, I learned about switches, right? Yeah, exactly. Good point. Like, I don't know. I started carrying switches on, in the car with me because, you know, they would only have like one plug and you would, you'd go to a merchant and you'd have one internet cable and that one internet cable had to like do five things. And you were like, how oh, is this going to happen? So I would have a switch with me that have five or seven or nine, whatever it was. And they were inexpensive, like 10 bucks. So I would then plug it in and then have a whole bunch in there. And then you'd get a call, hey, my my stuff's not working again. And again, it has nothing to do with us. It's just we have split their stuff up. And when you split things, sometimes it makes the Internet work a little slower each time that you add something. So, you know, it's kind of like down the street at your house when you get Internet from Spectrum or whoever your ISP is, you know, your speed, they say it's going to be 100 whatever and 100 down, whatever it is. I don't know. But, you know, as the neighbors are all surfing the Internet at, you know, 8 o'clock at night or whenever they're surfing, you know, it's your speeds actually fluctuate. And they can't guarantee anything because they don't know how many users. Now, imagine the switch that's somewhere in our neighborhood, right? We've got some kind of switch there somewhere. I don't know. You've seen the guy hanging from the uh, the cord over, you know, like they go up – They got a big telephone pole that they they go up there and and they're like hanging and they're punching the buttons. And, you know, actually, when I see those people, I think they're the FBI. What do you think, Mike? You think I'm the FBI, CIA? They're just kind of like watching the neighborhood. I don't know. Maybe they're just watching me and they want to arrest me. I don't know. What is it, Mike? Watch, just adding extra cameras to watch, you know? Yeah, exactly. But my favorite is every time they
1: come out, go, oh, you know, it must be something within, inside the building.
0: yeah well it's actually all pointed at your house mike they want to know what the hell's going on at your house because they've been following you all over town because like you you're just (laughs) driving around aimlessly going who do i need to help today
1: well that's pretty much it It's much service i can give wherever i go Yeah, yeah yeah let's go
0: You, you know it's a really another uh funny thing that i've seen uh in the credit card processing industry now this is you know these things that i'm kind of talking about are all terminal related we have other types of ways for merchants to process credit cards with with software and point, big point of sale systems and, or, you know, mobile point of sale devices that connect to iPhones and kind of stuff like that. But this one here, I remember happening on this little machine here. If you could see this, there's these little row of buttons over here. And this row of buttons, it says F1, F2, F3, and F4. So what happens is, is I'll, We'll need to do some programming, maybe a change. Maybe they ask for their time to be changed, some sort of change within the device. Well, I tell people you got to press F2 and F4 at the same time. So you press F2 and F4, and then it brings up a a series of things. Don't do this at your device because you could wind up erasing it. So don't do that, okay? Don't don't do it. I could see you at your office now. I'm going to press the F2 and F4. Hey. And then you're like, damn it, that... Kevin, well, you know what? If you do it, call us. Maybe we'll walk you through helping how to work to get working with us. Right, Mike? Maybe they should be working. With- yeah, go ahead and do that. Yeah, we'll go ahead press and that. The no. just Actually,
1: just press what's the eight key and just hold it.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> so what happens now is, is when you press the F2 and F4, it goes into a field. We have the ability to make some changes on that device. But there were some clients of mine that were saying nothing's happening. And I couldn't figure it out. And I said, well... Take a picture and text it to me of what you're actually pressing F2 and F4 of. And, of course, they were pressing F2 and F4 of their keyboard, where there's, it's actually up at the top. So they were pressing F2 and F4 at the top of their keyboard. And I said, oh, uh, you know the credit card machine that you were having problems with? Go ahead and press the F2 and F4 over here. And they go, oh. And, of course, you know, they laugh. It's always listen. Life is too short to be serious about everything, right? So we get to chuckle and laugh about it, and and these are just the crazy things that we kind of see every day. And I'm always trying to make everybody's life easy when it comes to the processing side. You know, Michael and I do a, a number of different things for clients. Uh, we're more of a concierge type service, so they'll call us up and they'll say, "Hey, I need our password reset to get into the the." Excuse me, the gateway where they can monitor their account. I, I think Mike was just doing that this morning. Yep. I mean, just we, call. Yep. Yep. So I mean, we're right. we're here. We're not just signing people up and saying, "See you later, bye, good luck." You know, and and there's a lot of people in our industry that do that, and they don't know how to poke fun at you know thermal paper problems or F two and F four button kind of problems. You know, there's just times and instances where. We make little tiny funny things, and man, we just got to laugh about them. I'll tell you what. If you could laugh every day more often, you'd be surprised how much you really are going to be a happier person. And I try to laugh all the time at myself. I, I mean, Michael and I uh, are usually goofing up and goofing around in the morning. You know, you know, M- Michael show up here early before me, and I, I walk, and I go, oh, nice to see you. You know, and you goes, know, here we go. Just ready I, for it.
1: Every day, yeah.
0: I'm standing, you know, just waiting. You just gotta poke okay. fun at yourself, right? Every day. Um, but you know, hey, what else have you seen, Michael? That you could think of that you know was a little I mean, interesting. Even with, the, even
1: with the alpha key, right? Like you know. Oh yeah. Let me show everybody the alpha one, key. and then just say alpha alpha, right? They're like, well, we don't see the alpha key hitting. Well, Where I'm is hitting it, it on the screen, Mike? I'm hitting it. I'm
0: hitting it. Hitting it. Yeah, the alpha key key is the one black key in the middle of those purple keys. So it's a little harder to see. And when you touch it, when we
1: need a code in there, they just, it doesn't show up that it's been pressed.
0: Yeah, good point, Mike. It doesn't. Basically what the alpha key does is it's kind of like changing a character from, you know, maybe it could be, capitalization, it could go to a different, you know, number, but it just, you can't see that it changes, but that's a good point. I remember the first time that happened to me and I was like, wait a minute, it didn't change. And then I realized, yeah, it doesn't change. And I said, just just press it one more time and then put in six, six, eight, three, one, and we'll be good. And and of course it, it works great. You know, uh, another one, Mike, that you could probably, you've had this, this call and you know, what happens is, is when we're, you know, let's just say you were doing 500 transactions a day, 1,000 transactions a day. You're doing, you know, thousands of transactions a month. Whatever it is, 10 transactions, one transaction. I don't care how many you're doing. The customer calls you up and says, hey, uh, the card declined. What do I do? And I go, get a different card. The guy's broke. <laughs> don't run it again. But what happens a lot of times, they swipe the card, and it says Decline. We, as the merchants, are processing credit cards all day and we're not realizing chipping, tapping, whatever, hand keying, whatever you're doing. When it declines, it, you're like, wait a minute, what happened? It's, it's rare that a card actually declines, right? Because we as consumers know, hey, if there, is there money in my bank account? Yeah. So I'm going to use my debit card and I'm going to pay for something. And people typically are embarrassed and they're like, oh, try it again. There's nothing wrong with that card, whether it's their bank card or their regular credit card, or maybe they're going over their limit or they've reached their limit. It declines. Blame it on my wife. Blame it on my wife. Oh, no. I don't know. Did you really say that? Was that on TV? (laughs) It's out there. I don't know who's watching. But, you know, anyways, I will tell you that when the decline message comes up, it definitely is not the norm, right? Because imagine it was just every card decline, 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 decline. That would be a problem, but it's it's a rare type of occasion that that happens. We get the call, and I say this is what happens when a card declines. The card issuer. Uh, let me go back. When you tap, swipe, chip a card, whether software, hand keying, using a terminal, if it, de- what happens is is you. Your merchant service provider. So, okay, I got to start over here because I just goofed that all up. So let's start fresh, ready? Chip the card, it will go through the internet, hit the processor, the processor then hits the card issuer. The card issuer will give a approved six digit code or a decline message, which then goes back to the processor and the processor sends it to the merchant's location and the screen pops up and says, decline or approved. That's the process. This happens in milliseconds. But if that card doesn't have the available funds on it, they're going to have to ask for a new card. So here's a little secret that you may or may not know as a business owner. If that card declines and you then get the customer to call up their card issuer and they say, "Yeah, it's okay, go ahead and run it again." Well, that since it declined and now you ran it again and it approved, that customer could now call up their card issuer and say, I told them that I didn't want to pay for that, and now you have zero recourse as a merchant, and they can do a chargeback, and you will lose that chargeback because the merchant, when it declined, should be asking for a different card, not actually running that card over and over and trying to make it work. It's not going to instantly just have funds on it. So when it does all of a sudden work five or 10 minutes later, the, the, the customer just might, you know, do a chargeback. So you have to be prepared for that, you know, but I wouldn't suggest, you know, telling the customer that they're broke. I wouldn't suggest that, uh, you know, anything except to say, listen, you know, your card declined. I'm going to need to get another card to do a transaction. Or maybe you could wait the next day if they're somebody that you know and they put the funds in there. You just don't want to keep trying to get that card to go through because if you keep hitting decline, 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 decline it's going to hit the processor going, why is this guy trying to get a card to go through when the customer of his is broke? And they'll actually... In some cases, they can freeze your merchant account. They can say, hey, uh, we're giving you a ring, to let you know to stop doing that or we're going to freeze your merchant account. Uh, they could hold the funds of that particular transaction until they can verify from the card issuer. They might want to call you and verify that funds, those funds that, you know, even though you did that transaction, they might even in some rare instances based upon the size of the transaction, It may have been approved by the card issuer, but they're going to take those funds and put them aside and not give them to you for a week. I'm just telling you, when it declines, ask for another form of payment to stop from keep going, decline, decline, decline. Mike, have you seen that happen too, right? We can avoid
1: so much stress for the merchant if they just follow that protocol, because although, as we know, we have told many merchants, but you know... In my case, you know, we run into the software stuff and the software has different verbiage on declines and unless Oh yeah, good I point. and I figured it out, but in the beginning, you know, for whatever reason with that um what does it say? It, was, it said unable to process, which was the verbiage of a software
0: saying decline. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So the I'm software secret. company I'm, Yeah. actually instead of letting the message come from the processor, because they're now involved in this transaction, it said what you just said. Unable to what? process,
1: and they went like
0: twelve times. Twelve. Yeah, unable to process twelve times, and then of course we had never seen that before. So of course, you know, different software companies will give different things for each different. Sorry, these and, are software I, engineers. They're well, not people sorry. that are in our industry. They're just engineers creating a code that is going to pop up when it declines well the reason
1: and and the reason they do it is also like you talked about before is you know that that embarrassment now you know of a decline card so they just think you know like going well it was just unable to process it wasn't us it was them and it just kind of goes back and forth but the it just kind of um at the end of the day merchants to decline just get another form payment it's the best way Yeah,
0: just that simple yeah I mean, if just think about yourself, if you were the consumer, right, you'd be going, wait a minute, why would my card not be working? Hmm, did I transfer the funds and make sure there were funds available? Did I, you know, purchase something that I shouldn't have purchased? And, you know, or, or maybe your card was compromised and somebody maxed out your, your credit card, right? You, you got to call your card issuer and find out what it is before you turn around and have the Merchant, you know, no, keep trying, keep trying, keep trying. No, we tell merchants, don't do it more than once. Literally, it could be a glitch in the system. So first time it declines, second time it goes right through, you know, within a couple of milliseconds, different story. But three, four, five times, and guess what? We, as in Mike and I, and of course, Brenda, who's my executive assistant, and, or anybody else that works in the organizations at these processors, they, we can see, Every decline. Not only do we see every decline, we see a timestamp. So you're going to say, "Well, I I ran it once." Yeah. Then we see 20 times. Yeah. You didn't run it once. You ran it 20 times. Well, it wasn't me. Well, I only you know. put it in
1: once, but I don't know why it ran 12 times.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't
1: know why it declined. And it's okay. I mean, you know, at the it's end funny. of it, you and I always just talk about like just work it through it, just figure out a solution to to how to navigate those declines and so they can get their money and make sure that funds aren't held. And if they are, we assist them with the process of that. And that's, you know, and, and no one's ever happy, happier when they go, Oh my God, I got my money. We're good.
0: Yeah, funds. exactly. That's it. Yeah. Now, if you, if you spent uh, four hours, you know, calling the 1-800-EAT-CRAP number, And you're tired of waiting on hold, going through 10 people to try and find out why something's happening at your merchant service provider. Maybe it's time to switch to start working with, well, me, Michael, swipe it. Let's go, baby, right? Let's get you taken care of. Let's find out and make your life easier because you know what happens in our industry. Everybody wants a, you know, cheap, cheap, cheap. I need the cheapest rate. If you want the cheapest, cheapest, cheapest rate, you're not working with us. Because we're going to be the least expensive for all and forever. Because what happens is, is you you get signed up at the cheapest rate. And what they've done is, is we're even keel. And they, they start at the cheapest. And a few months later, all of a sudden, it's going up and up and up. And then you try and get a hold of the guy that might have signed you up. They don't even work there anymore. I can't tell you how much that I can stress that working with professionals and people that know what they're talking about, knowing what they're doing, like Michael and myself, we have the ability to get you to go where you need to be without you having all the hassle of dealing with 800 numbers. It's, it's a nightmare. You know, we're all referrals. We're working with chambers of commerce, We're working with um, associations. We're working with franchise organizations. We're working with, you know, even small mom and pops. But if you've never accepted payments before and you're looking for a merchant service provider, we, can maybe guide you and help you. And unless you've been referred to us from somebody else, you're probably going to be our worst nightmare because you don't know what you don't have. You don't know that the grass is not greener on the other side. When you start working with people that are not professionals, you just went cheap, cheap, cheap. And if you don't know what cheap, cheap, cheap is, you know, maybe you want to buy a Kevin phone. I'm going to start making one. And, uh, you know, maybe my Kevin phone might be a really good phone for you. It's going to be cheaper than everybody else, but what are you going to do for support? What are you going to do for, what are you giving up to have a Kevin phone? Because I'm not gonna be able to support it. It's new, it's fancy, but I may not have all the technology. I may not have all the things in place that are really going to be able to help you in your life. Right. You know, the screen only, only, you only get half a screen. Even though there's a full screen here, you're only getting half. That's, that's, that's my new Kevin Cheaper. Screen. It's cheaper. Yeah. What do you think, Mike? You want a Kevin phone? I'll take a
1: Kevin phone. It's half the price, right? I'm paying less, <laughs> right?
0: Half the price, half the screen. Half. Oh, well, I'm sorry you can't see all the other things there. But, you know, th- this, is, this is the problem with working with all the cheap, cheap, cheap people. They're never around. They're never there to help you you're, you're going to have issues and problems and you will be literally waiting for days to get your funds. Um, we've seen a lot of organizations that are inexpensive and they go out of business. They're done, finished. Can't even get a hold of anybody. How'd you like the busy signal when you call for customer service? <clears throat> You'd be like, wait a minute, where's all my money? Well, that's because you just got switched to a whole nother processor. You know, here in the state of Texas, there was this whole big thing that happened with all the electricity and stuff, right? And you may have heard about it here in the state of Texas. Maybe it made national news. I mean, we had no electricity for days. And since then, there have been a whole bunch of those electric- electricity providers that went out of business. It happened to me. The company that actually was taking care of us, they're out, they're done. Somebody else picked us up. I got a letter. From the new company that says, hey, you owe us money for unpaid electricity. And I'm like, what? It's all automatic. It just gets sucked out of my – my. Uh, it, it hits my credit card. So I can go, wait a minute. No. So I, I'm going to have a heyday proving the fact that I did pay. But I paid to the old company. And during the transition, there was probably some people that maybe – owed more or less. I don't know. I, I'm just telling you, it's, it's wow. not good when there's a transition from one company to another because not all of the information will jive together. So if you're using a merchant service company that switched you to somebody else, your rates might have doubled, your terminals may not be working properly, and now you got to get a new device. You know what we do? This is free to our customers. You need two, three, four, five, whatever. I don't care. You got 20 locations with two of these at. I'm getting ready to go to Vegas and do this and install for one of my clients. And we're, we're just, we give them the devices. These things are inexpensive to us. But of course, we are always looking for ways to help our clients. And unfortunately, we've had instances where things were funny. We've had things where we've been on site and it was a little funny. I don't know. I've been, I've been at Merchants where I've driven all the way over there and, you know, they, they had an employee who on the bottom, on the back of this terminal, and this is true on a lot of terminals, there's some plugs here. And this one over here, it says RS-232. It looks like an internet cable hole, but it's really for a device that may be connected. And what they do is, is they will unplug everything and then they plug in the internet in there. But the internet doesn't go there. It goes right down here. So if they plug it into the wrong place, then they go, hey, my uh, internet's working, I'm sending email, but our device isn't working. And we then ask them, hey, where is the cable plugged into? I'll actually ask them what color their internet cable is. A lot of times it's blue, it's yellow, it's green, it's red, or it's gray, uh, or even black. And I say, what color is your internet cable? And they'll say, red. And then I'll say, What where is it plugged into? And I kind of set them up a little bit here. I'll say, is it plugged into the the hole next to the power cable that you just unplugged? And they go, Yeah. And I go, That's the problem. All right. Unplug the power, unplug that out of the RS two thirty-two and plug it into the bottom of the credit card machine. And they go, Oh. And I go, Yeah, no big deal. We get this a lot. And of course, uh, Last but last, uh, last thing Mac, Michael actually. Mac, me, blah, blah, blah. Last thing I will mention, and Michael touched on it a few seconds ago, is the, the, the number eight key on this particular terminal. Now this terminal is kind of going away, but what happens is, is if before you do a transaction, you have to press the sale button. You have to tell the terminal you want to do a return, you want to do a refund. what do you you know what do you want to do? So what happens is people forget that they have to press sale. And they just type in a number. And let's say if you were typing in the transaction, it was going to be $80. The moment you press eight, it brings up a whole nother screen and it says lock screen. And they press enter. And what happens is when they press enter it, now every transaction, it's going to ask for a password. So we get that call a lot too, where they got to turn it off. I tell them to press eight, put in the password, and then it turns off, obviously, the ability to lock the terminal. So they can just do regular transactions. And they put in the
1: password with the alpha key that doesn't show up. So. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a lot
0: of fun. Listen, the and and this call, how long does it take, Mike? How long oh, does that call take? 10, 10 seconds? On. 20 seconds? <laughs> it's easy. It, it's quick. Well, if you call us, we'll fix it in 10, 20, 30 seconds. If you're calling 1-800-EAT-CRAP, you're going to spend hours just trying to work on that. Because... We'll do the calls to the 1-800-E-CRAP people if we need to, since we yeah. work with all the processors. We've got a lot of people that we work with so that you can get the best service, the best prices, and then get the incredible Mike and Kevin, right? I was going to so, say you know, that,
1: but I, I didn't know if I was out of line. <laughs> yeah, you go. Yeah. Well, here you, got, here you yeah. go. Anything
0: you want to add, Michael, before we sign off for the day?
1: No, I think we touched base on, on the crazy things that we've seen. I'm sure we'll f- figure out a couple more, but it's been awesome.
0: Well, we'll fun. we'll have to have another show maybe in a year or so when we get a whole bunch more of these little things that are happening. But, of course, this is The Swipe It Show, and it is on the Success Network. And, of course, we want to thank the Success Network and Ryan for helping us out today. And, of course, this is always a fun time. And if you ever need us, you can get a hold of us at 877-877. you can google swipe it at swipit you can look up kevin hodas myself we're all over the place if you're looking for great service if you're looking for great pricing get a hold of us and we'll hook you up no cost to get started it's kevin hodas on the success network and i want you to do what you want to do when you want to do it don't forget it ryan take us out